From the newsroom of Impact Alpha, I'm Brian Walsh, and this is your Impact Briefing for Friday, June 10th. Today, I'm joined by Impact Alpha's David Bank to talk about the word of the week, out. Hi, David. Hello, Brian. But first, here's what you need to know from this week in Impact Investing. Where you stand on the slowdown in the tech market depends on where you sit. Tech talent in Silicon Valley is following the capital and the optimists into climate solutions. There are layoffs at companies like Twitter and Coinbase, but climate ventures are hiring. As Collaborative Fund's Craig Shapiro put it, we've never seen talent migration like this. Temasek, which is the massive over $283 billion sovereign wealth fund of Singapore, committed $3.6 billion to accelerate climate solutions. Under the flag of Gen Zero, they are looking to deploy long-term and flexible capital for climate tech, nature-based solutions, and carbon markets. Two champions of GenderLens Investing are joining forces to create a unified voice. The 2X Collaborative builds on the 2X Challenge, the joint initiative of development finance institutions that has mobilized commitments of $15 billion to advance women's empowerment. It is merging with Gender Smart, the field-building effort led by Suzanne Beagle. The merger is expected to be fully operational by January 2023. Transitions to employee ownership require capital. APIS and Heritage last year raised $30 million to finance such buyouts at small and mid-sized businesses with large black and brown workforces. The fund has inked its first two deals, the 150 or so employees of Apex Plumbing in Denver and Ascent Landscaping Contractors in El Paso will become the 100% owners of those firms. Separately, the private equity giant KKR is expanding its employee owner model from its manufacturing portfolio to all of the majority investments in its private equity platform in the Americas. And finally, here's a simple low-cost way to clear a barrier to citizenship. Unsecured, 1% loans to pay the naturalization fees required by the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services. Those fees can run up to $1,000 or more. One reason why as many as 90% of the 9 million eligible immigrants each year never apply for naturalization. Blue Hub Capital has already made about 70 loans through its 1% for America web portal. Here's Elise Cherry of Blue Hub who is this week's Agent of Impact. It really is an effort to move away from the divisiveness um, that's characterized the country and say, this is a place where most of us agree. 77% of us think this is a good idea. Let's just leave the rest of it aside and make this happen. Now it's time for our featured conversation. June is Pride Month, when the world's LGBTQ communities come together and celebrate the freedom to be themselves. I'm joined once again by David Bank. Happy Pride, David. Happy Pride back at you, Brian. Thank you very much. So I was thinking that there are some parallels between the LGBTQ plus community and the impact investing community. So just consider the following, if you will. Impact investing is a relatively recent term for a very old practice. Both communities are considered minorities, though are growing in visibility as more people feel comfortable being public with who they truly are. There's all kinds of acronyms in both communities that seem to grow by the day. Gay and queer people often struggle to come out of the closet, just as some impact investors struggle to acknowledge that they intend to optimize for both financial and social or environmental returns. Some impact investors pride themselves on being able to, quote, pass as mainstream investors, just as some gay people pride themselves on being able to pass as straight. 
And many impact investors have developed a sixth sense or a radar to spot genuine fellow impact investors, much like the proverbial gaydar that many gay people claim to possess. And both are going mainstream. What do you think, David? That's that's pretty good, Brian. I, I do think there are some parallels. And this week we had some impact investors who came out with a new VC firm, Colorful Capital, specifically to invest in LGBTQ plus founders. That's one of those acronyms you mentioned. Um, we asked Megan Kashner. She teaches impact investing at the Kellogg School of Management about how they thought about the gay community's wide spectrum, um, dare I say, rainbow of different needs for and access to capital. Here's what she said. What we are finding is that the ones who have the biggest barriers to access to capital and therefore the ones we you know, are most able to add value to really are these incredibly talented founders and leadership teams who are also black, are, you know, who are LGBTQ and also black, also Latinx, um, who are trans. There does seem to be some good representation of the LGBTQ plus community in the impact investing world. Well, that actually was part of the genesis of Colorful Capital. I introduced Megan and her co-founder, Bill Burkhart, of the Investment Integration Project. Uh, they were looking for, you know, like-minded folks. So you connected us and we started having this hilarious conversation about like, you know, let's have a, co a Zoom cocktail party. Let's, you know, whatever it was. And we started coming up with names and then we sort of both took a moment, looked at the list and said, oh, oh, there is a lot of incredible wealth of knowledge and connection and access to capital and experience on this list. And what do we owe our community? If we know that this wealth is there, what does what does this group owe our community? I did that interview with my husband, who's a video producer, and he asked Megan about their professional coming out stories. It made me think of my own uh, story uh, coming out in the New York Times 30 years ago. There was a conference of the National Lesbian Gay Journalists Association, the NLGJA for another acronym. And it was kind of a signal moment because there had not been, there had only been a handful of folks in the newspaper and, and journalism that were out. And all of a sudden there were thousands. So um, the Times covered it and they got me uh, to a soundbite from me, as it were. And I said, uh, it was no longer worth the effort to hide. And I asked my boss for the day off and, and to pay the registration fee. And so they liked that quote and uh, put it in the Times. And then my dad, of course, uh, an avid New York Times reader, uh, uh, read it by surprise in the in the, in the in the morning paper, he knew I was out, of course, but uh, didn't know that he was going to read it in the New York Times. Well, that's quite the that's quite the story. Uh, did did you intend it to be such a public uh, coming out? Well, I knew when the Times uh, interviewed me. You know, you get that sense when you've given them uh, the perfect anecdote that you know they're going to use. So I had a sense that it was uh, that it was going to be used, and I thought, you know, like I said, no longer worth the worth it to me to hide. The, the quote actually was. Um, I looked forward to uh, making my writing and reporting more direct because the first step in telling the truth about others is telling the truth about yourself. That's great. Now, can you tell us a little bit about the truth of when you came out as uh, covering the impact investing market? Well, that's actually also, uh, uh, you know, the, so, sort of similar, as you as you pointed out, because, you know, I'd been a reporter at the Wall Street Journal and I had uh, 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 covered, you know, a wide range of, of tech stories and other things. And I got onto, you know, this sort of impact B, we called it other things over time, you know, venture philanthropy and things. Um, and it really did, you know, um, 
uh, you know, raise some hackles in, in some ways among among my colleagues. And so uh, that's one reason to uh, do it independently at Impact Alpha, um, because, you know, we have the freedom here to to call it like we see it. And and to to live the identity of impact investing free of free of fear of of attack or people not accepting impact investing, uh, out and proud as as they say. All right. Well, I think that's a good good place to end it. Uh, happy Pride Month uh, to all who celebrate, and Happy Pride Month again to you, David. Thank you, Brian. That's going to do it for this week's impact briefing. Thank you to David and to our producer extraordinaire Isaac Silk. Right now, we're offering podcast listeners $100 off their first year subscription. Go to impactalpha.com slash subscribe and use the code briefing100. I'm Brian Walsh, head of sustainability for the capital markets firm TPI Cap. Until next time, take good care.